Yo! What's poppin'? What's poppin'? What's good, everybody? Welcome to the In General Podcast with your host, Tyne Demi. Hope y'all staying blessed. Hope y'all happy. Hope y'all spending some time with your family after... Oh, well, Happy New Year. Yeah, Hope Happy, happy, New, year, happy New Year, 2019. We're here, New Year. Oh, man. It's crazy. still weird to say that. It still feels like 2018 Part 2 right now. 2018 definitely The side B of Part 2. Huh? Or the side B of 2018. To be honest. Um, but yeah, man. Glad to be here you? another year. Glad you all tuned in for another episode. First episode of the you, new man. year. Appreciate you. So, Ty, how you been doing, man? Uh, Pretty good, man. Still on break for a little bit. Till uh, Monday, technically. So, first day back. Um, Just that. It really set in today, I think. Because I had a bunch of meetings for like teaching next semester. Stuff like that. So things kind of got a little bit real and it's time to get back to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Oh, well, taking um last trip. So like my Christmas gift to Kaisa was a trip to San Francisco. So we fly out. When did y'all go? We fly out tomorrow. Oh, shoot. That's what's up. Yeah, that should, that should be straight to get a little break in before. I still got to Skype into a meeting on Friday. Which well, I mean, that's mm, not too bad. Mm, no, but the, the thing, the time change. Oh, so the meeting's at eight. Dance, you that means I gotta at save it at five. Do they have to see you. <laughs> um, I'm probably not gonna be like, I don't know. I'm probably gonna have like the camera a little off. <laughs> All I gotta do is talk. I don't gotta. <laughs> they don't gotta show me. I'm like, uh, my woman's naked after. <laughs> it's five a.m. Guys, like, can't wake her up. <laughs> Um. Yeah, but that should be a dope trip. That should be fun. Yeah, First time that being sounds fun. That far west. I know you've been to California before. Yeah, I want to go back again. I miss California. Did you go to L.A. or did you? Yeah, I went to L.A. with Timmy. We stayed in Glendale, but we went to L.A. and it was, it was amazing. Yeah, I it think really so, was. yeah, San Francisco should be fun. I hope. I was thinking about driving down, but then I realized it's six hours from San Francisco to L.A. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. So maybe not. Yeah, that might not be a movie. You know, California's a big state, man. It's ridiculous. So. But, I, yeah, it should be fun that we're going to stay in San Francisco. I don't know. Staying in San Francisco, but I think we're going to make some trips out to Oakland and stuff like that. Um, So it should be fun. You're going to hit Crenshaw Avenue? Oh, wait, never mind. Crenshaw Avenue is in L.A. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely going to be. I'm throwing up some gang signs in Oakland. All right. I heard it gentrified. It probably is now. See how far I could go. No, I I'm, I'm not throwing any, up any uh, sounds, bro. I don't need. I haven't problems. heard any bad stuff about the Bay lately. Yeah, honestly, I, Since I the mean, Warriors been winning championships. We know. We, uh, I'm, I'm. Hopefully, I'm thinking about. I got. I got a homeboy that runs track over in San Francisco, so I might he'll, he'll link up with him. And then I know we know some of uh, our fraternity brothers and stuff over there. So, let's see what's popping in San Francisco. See what's popping out west, but it should be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your 2019 been like so far? Seven days in, um, or eight days in? Shoot, I've been okay. the The timeline has been in shambles. I know that. <laughs> the world, yeah, the whole, the whole world has been black in shambles. Twitter, black Twitter started off 2019 um, strong, all over the place. Um, but I've been good. Uh, Nova turned one on Sunday. So a round of applause for that. Happy birthday! You know, we had her birthday party. Um, on Sunday, it was really cool. Honestly, it's it's really crazy 
one, how much attention a baby gets, and then one, how much attention Nova gets. Like, literally, like, when I posted of her, like, like, from beginning to now, like, DM just blew up. It's ridiculous. Like, insane. Like, randoms or, like, people that, like, People no, I mean, people circle. I knew, of course, but I'm just saying, like, my DMs have never been that much. Like, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. got that many birthday wishes <laughs> for my own birthday. Um, so this is Tell just Nova crazy. I said happy birthday. No, <laughs> right. no, literally, like, everybody was saying happy birthday to her. I'm just like, she's not even... She can't read. remember this. <laughs> she's it's like just, R. Kelly. It's just crazy. <laughs> she can't read. But, I mean, also people saying, too, like, oh, your family's so beautiful. People telling me congratulations. I That's didn't know dope. people told you congratulations on your child's first birthday. But then, like, they probably explained to me, like, yeah. congratulations for, like, being one year yeah, in. Yeah, like, yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Because it's not easy Surviving or whatnot. And um, That's dope. I was That's like, dope. yeah, man, you know, it's, I mean, it doesn't even feel like one year just because I've been here since day one. So it's just like. I don't even know where the time went. Like maybe to everybody else, this one feels like one year, but it doesn't to me. Like maybe I'm, like five or six months. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I definitely, I definitely, the time went by really quickly. It's, yeah. The time from her being born, from the hospital to now, has been like a blur. Like it seems like she just grew overnight. Yeah, so, seriously, she just <laughs> like she was really small, and then she and just then she just had a got gross teeth. birth. Like, She's walking. It's like, insane. Um, it's fucking insane. But yeah, that I mean, yeah, it, it probably doesn't seem as quick. It probably seems quicker to you guys because you guys see her every day. Yeah. Well, other people is like, you know, at least like weekly. You mm-hmm. know, you can see the growth a little bit more. But it no, that's, and that's the craziest that's part too. Is like. I don't even know when it happened. Like, <laughs> looking at a year, because she clearly doesn't look the same. Right. But like, yeah. I oh, can't yeah. no. tell you the specific day. But some days I look at him like, you look different. Like, <laughs> you know, your facial so structure looks different. Like, you must Oh, looked. I remember we was flaming her because she didn't have no eyebrows. Oh, yeah, and she didn't have she, eyebrows for a minute. <laughs> Damn, I forgot she didn't have eyebrows for no, a while. No, she didn't, she didn't have eyebrows for a while. Jesus. She came out with the slick back. She came out with the slick head. Well, her hair was still like curly, but it was like more slick back now. She got the the baby fro. Yeah. She got everything now, man. One year in. Yeah, that's that's worth a congratulation, man. One year in the parenting. Yeah, man. Shout out to all the parents, man. <laughs> Shout out to all the young parents doing their thing. So looking back on it now, is is parenting as hard as you thought it would be or as hard as people talk about it? I knew it was gonna be hard. Yeah. <laughs> I knew this was going to be hard. That was not even a doubt in my mind. Because your whole life is changing. Like, you can't even just Literally. go out and go to Kroger. Literally, yeah. <laughs> you got to put clothes on her, <laughs> put socks on her. You just, everybody going to judge you. Your baby don't have socks on and whatnot. Um, put her in the, uh, the damn car seat. Strap her in. Make sure you have diapers. You have bibs or food in case you need to feed her or anything like that. You have toys. Um, you just have to a jacket Kroger. on her. Just to, oh, I mean, just to go to Kroger, you at least need to have wipes and diapers because you never know when the baby's going to poop. Yeah, that's true. Um, And then make sure she has a passy. Go to Kroger. Either take her out. Depends how long you'll be in Kroger. 
We're going to be quick. Oh, okay. I can just grab you up. In and out. Boom. We're going to be there for a minute. You know, I can do the stroller. Or I could put you in the the shopping cart. You, you still know? rocking the bourgeois? Hell no. She does not <laughs> she fit in that big? no more. <laughs> but we stopped putting her in that like in nine months. Like, it was just like, dude, you're about to like pop out of this. Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss the Bajoran because I used to help. Like, that seemed, like, yeah, the Bajoran seemed clutch. You know what I'm saying? I could just bloop, throw you on there, we're good to go. They should make bigger Bajorans. Do they? That's the thing. I don't <laughs> know if it is. Yeah, but then you you look crazy with your three-year-old kid. In the bich- well, in she's the- only one, so I still got some more time before we get to that point. Well, that's, but if I'm that strong, I mean, shit, it's not a problem. Yeah, it's a <laughs> But, um, yeah, man, it's crazy. One year down, like you um, you back to work, right? Yeah, I am back at work. Back to the grind. Um, that paternity, that paternity leave was looking sweet, bro. Honestly, that it went by. Yeah, that, it it went like this. After the first month, I'm like, yo, <laughs> we're getting pretty close. <laughs> I was already panicking in October, bro. And but I mean, the last two weeks, I kind of got calmed myself down. But like further on, I was like, bro, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> right, right, right. I can't go back to this lifestyle. Mm. But I'm back, unfortunately. Um. So yeah, there's that. Uh, but yeah, man. Anyways, that's my life, at least part of it. So, you know, we're gonna go ahead and switch over to our first topic of the day. Generally speaking, mm-hmm. for those who don't know, this is our life topic segment portion whatever you want to call it um so it's 2019 this is people do new year's uh, i almost said revolution (laughs) resolutions you know they set their goals for the year whether it's short term or long term or maybe even like you know just a goal for the week it just depends what you want to do so um we kind of want to keep that same type of theme and uh since people are more about personal growth within the first couple of months of the year. Mm-hmm. So uh, the topic that we had, or the question we had was, what is holding you back from being the person you want to be? And Ty, I'll let you start that off. What is holding me back from being the person I want to be? Um, I think I just recently realized at least part of this. I was listening to some people speak they were just talking about like happiness in the world and, and being happy and what were some of the realizations that they've made for them to become happier people and more, I think just more jovial people overall. And one person was talking about, he was talking about how he felt like he kind of discovered the meaning to life and discovered his purpose and stuff like that. And part of that was, being able to accept how dumb he was. And (laughs) I I think he worded that poorly, but I think his, the way I kind of interpreted it was um, part of it is kind of humility. So it's a part of you where you're feeling, you have an understanding of how small you are in this world and Mm -hmm. you have an appreciation for that. And you also, and to to that appreciation, um, it gives you a greater it gives you a greater sense of purpose that learning that you're just a small part in a big world. Yeah. Whereas, um, like they were talking about the ocean at a point, and they were looking at the ocean hitting against a rock. 
and he was saying that you know we'll be here maybe tops 100 years whatever 100 years 110 years mm-hmm. but that water has been hitting those rocks for thousands you know for hundreds of years for mm-hmm. thousands of years no matter what we do that's going to continually that's going to continue to go just putting in, in like these trees the trees that have been here they some of these trees been here for hundreds of years mm-hmm. these are trees that trees that have surpassed three or so generations of people yeah yet we don't realize that in our little bit of hundreds of years the the most important thing is not to stress and not to do any of that it's really to try to find your happiness <laughs> and part of that is realizing that one you don't know everything and you will not know everything that this earth has and is everything in the universe and and you won't find all the answers. It's impossible for you to. It's impossible for you to find all the answers of life when you're, you know, one speck in this whole entirety. And also realizing that, realizing all of that isn't going to be your direct source of happiness. Sometimes it's understanding that you won't be here. So making the best of the time that you do have is what's going to be. Um, is what's going to push push the happiness into your life. Yeah. <laughs> so I think part of that going into like the more resolution part, realizing um taking some of the small small moments moments in 2019 not for granted and kind of really understanding that um appreciating appreciating the smaller moments and really finding that happiness in those moments rather than focusing on some of the stressful times. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so what the thing that's really keeping me from being a person I want to be is focusing too much on the stress. I need to stop focusing on mm-hmm. the the bad things. Mhm. Pretty much. I agree. Um that would definitely be one of my things. Um I just feel like I naturally worry about the stress like not even like thinking about it like and that's within anything of life, like, for example, going to a shoot, like, I'll be worrying about, like, what if something happens? Like, why do I have to worry about the stress of it where it's just like, why can't it just be a good shoot? Like, oh, right, right, right. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's just like switching the thought process from the negative to the positive, like, having the positive be the first thought. Because, mm-hmm. you know, negative thoughts are going to happen regardless. Like, you can't avoid that. And I think that's one thing I try to learn, too, is not to avoid the negative thought. Mm-hmm. Like, act like it's not there. Because yeah. it's there. You know it's there because you're trying to avoid it. Me, human. So, it's just accepting that it's there, taking it for what it is, and moving on to it, not holding on to it. So, it's just like kind of learning to go through the motion of it, in a sense. Okay. Um, But... I'm still working on that because, like I said, it's still, you know, the first thing that will pop up in usually any life situation usually. So um, so that, I think being more disciplined um, in life, mentally and physically, would definitely be a, a big one um, because I know I have a lot going on right now. And um, being on the leave showed me that if I don't have a, a a structure or some type of schedule, like, it's just, everything is thrown off. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought I'd be going to the gym way more often than 
I I planned or that actually happened. Like, like literally, like sometimes I was skipping weeks. <laughs> when you when you were off, when I was off, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because, like, at that point, it was just like my my schedule used to change so much. Like, Not as you real. know, so that's definitely something I know I need to have. Even now, like, I'm still trying to adjust to going back to work and like now trying to find time for myself, find time for my daughter find time to uh, edit stuff for clients, find time to learn stuff for photography, or find time for stuff to learn about the podcast. Mm -hmm. But it's so much that something is going to lose focus. Like, you can't give the same amount of attention to everything. Yeah. And I think that's always been the hardest part for me is trying to find that balance of, like, you know, I'm passionate about all of these but it's just like, how do you balance it out? Yeah, like yeah, and that's the that's the learning curve I think of life. Was like, new things are always gonna come. Like mm-hmm. change is inevitable. Yeah. So it the the measure of greatness is not is not what changes. It's how you adjust to the change mm-hmm. and you know how effective that adjustment is. Yeah. But I will say when I think about how all the uh, but when I think about all the stuff I've done or I'm doing, I'm proud of myself. Yeah. Which is another positive, too, is being proud of myself. Because usually I don't credit myself that much. Um, But really just thinking about, like, being a father, you know, tr- working, you know, trying to pursue a career, um, maintaining a house, like... It's a lot of stuff. Like yeah, it's not, not easy. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's not easy. So, and um, and in this this quick time, I I I wanted to thank Nova's Nova's Village, her community, um, because I was gonna put like a post on Instagram, but I just her birthday was just like <laughs> a blur. Like we've been on go like the past weekend, so yeah, we didn't really have much time to sit down until like Sunday night. But just thank everybody because even just when it comes to raising a child, and this is kind of a little off topic, but still on topic, just with um with um, where I'm going, but it takes it takes a village to raise to raise a kid. Um, I really mean that when I say that, and uh, I really saw that at her birthday party too. Like, you know. Just with the amount of gifts she got, like the the amount of love that people have for her, that are not even like actually blood related, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not a one man job. It's not even a two man job. Like it really takes a lot of moving pieces, and I, a lot I think a lot of people might not realize that in the moment, but yeah. really looking back in it, like in the year, like. It's it, it involved a lot of people and it'll always involve a lot of people. So yeah. it's definitely good to have a good supporting cast. That's what yeah, that's that's real dope too, as far as like especially for Nova. Seeing the amount of people <coughs> excuse me, amount of people in her corner. Yeah. And, you know, seeing how that develops into you know, her childhood and stuff like that mm-hmm. and how that affect that that'll be dope to watch. And it's crazy too because it's it's more than the people just there. Like even people that I might not even talk to. Like yeah, people be watching. Like people people be watching, man. Oh, yeah. It's it's crazy. 
It's really crazy. Um, but yeah, going back to the topic at hand, uh, I think those are the main things like um, to going back into focusing on the positive first and the negative and then the finding the discipline. Um, I think those are the main things. Yeah. I really think so. Um, makes sense. And I think also, too, just um, one thing would be learning to love my partner better. And mm-hmm. I mean that in a sense, like, getting to know Jasmine more, like, because I know I'm so, we get so busy, we don't take time to really, like, you know, really fellowship. I mean, we do, but, like, I really feel like I should make that more of an agenda this year going on forth. Like, just because, like, for me, for me, in a sense, like, I'm, I'm still, in a sense, I feel like I'm selfish, in a sense, in our relationship, because I'm very, I'm very used to thinking about myself at first, just because, Mm -hmm. like, before Jasmine, like, I wasn't in a relationship for a while, like, since high school, so, like, I've learned to live without somebody, like, I'm, I'm totally okay, like, I mean, prior to Jasmine, like, I'm totally okay with living life without my own, because I live with myself, like, literally, um, so, you know, I'm always, you know, constantly thinking about, oh, what I got going on through the day. So even now when it comes to simple things like asking more about her day, you know, yeah. things like that, like just trying to make an effort. Because yeah, it's, it's the small things, but also the big things too. So, you know, just things like that. Yeah. That, I'm, <clears throat> excuse me. That's one thing I found is one of the, I don't want to say positives, but it's one thing that is definitely prominent when you have a long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you definitely lack, I mean, you you lack the phys- physicality of it. You mm-hmm. know, you lack the ability to hug your partner and stuff like that, which is de- yeah. still as important, I think. Yeah. Um, Especially for me, I think I, I'm a very physical person as far as like mm-hmm. love and stuff. But with, with the long distance relationships, you, the only thing you have to do is to ask about each other's days, to ask questions, to talk. Yeah. So you get, I think you get more of a sense of that. Yeah. <clears throat> Just because you, you know, you have to. If you want to know, if you want to know anything about your partner, you're going to have mm. to. You know, you ask them how their day was. You you ask them a little bit more questions just to try to visualize the settings around them because you're not with them to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that becomes, that easily facilitates more conversation and more communication into... You know, just how are you? How's your how's your mental? Blah, blah, yeah. blah, and all this and all this type of stuff. So it's kind yeah. of an easy transition into those conversations. Rather, where you're in person, it's easier to go. You know, how was your day? And then start talking about things that are in the moment, things more worldly things that are yeah. around you, because you both are seeing the same things. It's not like you gotta. It's not like you, she gotta explain to you what her car looked like or what, you know, what the house looked like right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I could definitely, I could definitely see that as being like a, 
a positive in a relationship. Yeah, because I feel like when you see somebody every day, it's quick to get complacent. Yeah. And not even in terms of, like, you stop lo- loving the person, but, like, le- forgetting to to make sure that you show them that you appreciate them. Because um, we're, we're both on the go. Like, we're <laughs> always on the go. Yeah. Like, as you see, she's not even here yet. She's still mm-hmm. at work. So, it's just, like, we're always picking up something, you know? Or she's, you know, editing the vlog or whatever. So, yeah. it's like, we're... We both have a lot going on. So, like I said, it's just, it's quick to really, to forget to just sit down and talk to each other yeah. sometimes. Um, so, um, Jasmine, hopefully not, man. I don't think I exposed anything crazy about our relationship. No, that's our truth. It's good that you notice it, though. It's good that you, again, it's not about what changes. It is about how you adjust to those changes and how yeah. you adjust to the things that you you have knowledge of. Yeah. So, and I don't even do resolutions. I don't even know those resolutions, but you know, that's the shit I like to change. For yeah. me, you can make change any day, like, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For it sure. don't matter what what year it is, so. Man, I just saw a million <laughs> people in the gym yesterday. I went to the gym. It's usually maybe 20 people in the gym max. It was like 100 people. I and couldn't even do my full That's workout. another reason why I haven't gone back to the gym, too, because this is the season where everybody's like, oh, I'm in the gym now. I got, I I'm going to so be summer goals. I was so mad. I'm just like, all right. But, I'm no, going to let y'all weed out. After February, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll back see. That guy. We'll see what's popping. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. Sheesh. Um, but yeah, I think that's everything on there. We're 25 minutes in, so that's pretty good. I like that. Um, means we uh, said a lot. Hopefully it's stuff that you guys can take from that and uh, apply it to your life or just something that you like to hear, you know? Help you, help you recognize some of the things that you want to change in your life. Um, absolutely. So, (laughs) next segment pop culture stuff <laughs> oh man I've been uh, I've been waiting for this I've been waiting for this for a while um, I mean you guys already know what we're about to talk about we're getting into the surviving R. Kelly like there's, there's nothing else to really talk about except this man <laughs> and, and geez R. Kelly shit goes man, to man oh man I don't even know where to start because I have so many thoughts on this but I will. I want. I want to start last night because last night I finished part five and part six. I know they came out like a couple of days ago, but like I said, we were busy all weekend, so I didn't have time to really finish that. Um, when I finished that, I went to sleep very disturbed. I went to sleep very disturbed, and I felt very uncomfortable because, long story short, for those who haven't seen it. The stuff that R. Kelly, that is, he's been accused of doing, especially the sex cult, like, that's still going on right now as we speak. And I felt very uncomfortable with that, knowing that, like, that that really bothered me. Like, yo, there are really girls that are really stuck in this, this environment right now. Like, literally. And Ty, I know you didn't see those... Uh, those last parts you saw clips, but mm. I really suggest you you watch everything because I mean it's disturbing, but I feel like this is the point we have to be at for people to really see 
where we're at in the society, like the wrongdoings of our society, like stuff that we have been ignoring for for decades and it's finally here. Like yeah. it's time to address this stuff. And for me personally, the whole R. Kelly situation, I didn't realize how how in depth this I didn't realize how sick this man was. Like the details of it, I didn't know. And I think it's really fair to say that I, I you know, I see a lot of people not a lot, but the people that do there's some people that are I don't want to say defending R. Kelly, but more so they're playing devil's advocate on the bigger on the the bigger voice that is he should obviously go to prison. But they they say where were you know where was all this hatred where was all this outlash at the time of the sex tape and all this stuff and it was there you were just too young to know about it that's, and that's what I'm saying the, the fact is the the majority of people that are speaking out about this and if you know correct me if I'm wrong is the crowd of eighteen to twenty five which is eighteen to twenty five at this moment. The sex tape came out in two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. I I was six. We weren't Most thinking about were that. Kids. We like, didn't we, even know about we, that. Nobody, back then. you could you could not know in depth. The, the if you were a millennial, situation. you cannot sit here and tell me you knew about the sex tape in two thousand and one. And if you did know about, you didn't know about the in depth the 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 complexity of the entire situation of R. Kelly. And in these forest documents and Aaliyah and Sparkle and, and all these people. Like, there's no... Mm-hmm. Unless somebody sat down, put it in the kids' book for you at five years old and sat down and explained R. Kelly, R. Kelly's, uh, I want to say, brainwashing or the disgusting things that he did to underage girls. I don't think you really... There's, you know, there's no way to understand it until you get to the point of at 18 to 25 when you can sit down and, and obviously really think about these things mm-hmm. critically and you're seeing them through a documentary you're seeing them through facts that are being given to you so I don't I don't see the point in pointing fingers like where were y'all at this time where were y'all at this time because it really doesn't make sense in the context of our generation but what I also will say too is the more the series progressed the less I saw more people defending R. Kelly Mm-hmm. So, I think people like saw the stuff that like the rumors before, but like when they showed you like my nigga, this is still going on right now. Yeah, like there weren't many people saying anything at that point. Like I was just seeing people talk about how sick this man is, basically. Or maybe I I'm I might be blind to it. Maybe it might be different for y'all, but from what I saw. It didn't seem like it was as many people as like when the first two episodes came out. Yeah. Or just the first day. Um but I mean dude. So the part that you didn't see is you probably didn't see Dominique, one of the girls that were that were one of his his women. She was at a the girl, time. not a not a mother, not the mother. Not the mother. Okay, then probably not. So the mother 
basically went and got her out of the I saw hotel. that part. I saw a clip of that. It was like a five. She was in a car. Which, which was crazy, too. It's crazy how, because basically, so there's a girl named Jocelyn Santana, I believe. Uh-huh. She was one of the girls, you know, introduced to R. Kelly, trying to get a career, basically, now in the cult. She, uh... She was the girl who was on the TMZ interview saying, like, R. Kelly's not, you know, holding me captive and mm-hmm. whatnot. And then, you know, when people saw the shadow of somebody saying, like, cut it. Um, so there was another video of her and Dominique. Dominique looks very tomboyish. They even talked about it in uh, the documentary of how, like, basically, you know, since she was a tomboy or was, like, very tomboyish, like... R. Kelly made her cut her hair, get put tattoos on her, basically, you know, making her look like a dude. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't speak in the video, but the mom noticed it where the hotel that she was at. Yeah. So long story short, she goes to the hotel. Uh, they couldn't find her name, like her daughter's name, in there because basically she was saying like she wanted to surprise her. Cause I think it was like Mother's Day, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were like they couldn't find her there. But they were like, there's another hotel with the same name across the street. So, she went over there, said the same story, and the 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 manager there was like, he'll even take her to the room. So, when they got there, like, knocked on the door, and Dominique opened the door, she's literally, like, in a state of belief. It looked like she was really in a trance. Yeah. Um... So, you know, she was she was just like, you know, basically she can't leave right now because I think Jocelyn was also in there or whatever. But she was just like, look, come home. Please come home. Please come home. Please come home. Da-da-da-da-da. She's like, come back at 6. You know, I'll call you. That's what Dominique tells her mom. So I think she gets it like at 5.30 whatever. Now they're saying that Dominique uh, has said that she doesn't know you call the police um, or whatever if she comes back or whatever. So the mom had to leave the hotel. Then like 15 minutes later, Dominique calls her and was like, hey, where you at? And they were like, well, they said that you you didn't know me. You were calling the police and like the, the, the police actually got called. And she was like, that wasn't me. So it just shows you like somebody in R. Yeah. Kelly's people, like his team was just like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, dude. And long story short, is she snuck her out of the hotel and got her. Yeah. Or whatever. But. Oh, Jesus. Yo, like. Y'all be saying, like, so why can't they just leave? Or, you know, why are they waiting? Or all they got paid. These people didn't get paid to do this documentary. Yeah, so, that was one thing I was a little confused by. Is people discounting some of the victims. It's because they're saying. They probably just want money or whatever, but like, you know, I don't know what money you, I don't know how much. I'm sure if if it is a monetary gain, it, it's very minimal mm-hmm. of what you would get for being one of the twenty odd some twenty some odd people in the documentary. Like, what is, what is the gain from that? Um. Yeah, like how much do you gain from being in the documentary? Like, why? How's that an argument as to why people are doing it? As to why this is like a sham or like a hoax or just trying to get at R. Kelly, I don't, I don't really understand that. And I mean, they can't get any money from R. Kelly 
He's only worth a million dollars now. And this is the same guy who made Ignition Remix. The same guy who made I Believe I Can Fly. Who made everything, man. The same person wrote, I, who made I Wish. Wrote songs like, you should Michael be getting Jackson. royalties off of that. Yeah, he wrote You're Not Alone. He wrote a song for Whitney Houston. Uh, Trapped in the Closet. And, you know, that's another thing that hurt me. Because I really loved Trapped in the Closet oh, yeah. when I was younger. Oh, me too. I really, really loved it. I went even saw it again at that little movie theater next to Buffalo Exchange and Urban yeah, Outfitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They played it from beginning to end. Yeah, and that was a great. I mean, that was a great shit. Like I remember when they came out on the on the radio. They came mm-hmm. out on the radio, and me and my grandpa were was sitting in the car waiting for it to come on, like waiting for the new parts to come on. And the radio would be like, "All right, next, tomorrow we playing part five, six, seven, or something like yeah. that." Yeah, like, I remember waiting. And it's it's so crazy how we can say that because they literally talked about this in the documentary. Like, this is how R. Kelly gets people because. He can literally connect anything he's done, or you can connect like any memory to to something he's done. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I remember my mom got that double disc album, and like she literally like was always playing the gospel album. You save me, that was her jam. Yeah. Like, I mean, she, I believe I can fly. Like that's gonna hit. I mean, everybody knows that song. Who don't know that song? You can't. Not associate Space Jam without R-, R. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this man literally, literally touched so much. But you're only worth $1 million. Oh, that's probably because of all the settlements you had to reach. All the lawyers you've had to pay oh, for. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was watching all them. these people on your team you've had to pay for. Man... I was watching, uh, what was her name, Sparkle? I was watching one of her parts of her interview, and she was talking about she was getting offered in the high hundreds of thousands to, like, go on camera with him and, like, say everything was cool and everything. This is right after the, apparently Sparkle is a family member. I don't know if it's the mom or whatever of the girl who she got peed on. She is the aunt of the girl who the got peed on. Girl she got introduced R. Kelly to her. And she was like... Which they've already found her information, which is very scary. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. And they said R. Kelly and his team offered her in the high hundreds of thousands to go on camera after the P-tape and say everything was cool, blah, 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 and all this type of stuff. And it's like, okay, and she said she said no, but how many other people can you expect got those numbers and he's had to pay people off and all this type of stuff like that? You know, you can't sustain wealth that way. And, you you know, that's going to dry up eventually. All that stuff is going to come to light. No matter how much, how many people you pay, no matter how much, whatever you do, some of that stuff, that stuff is going to come to light. Because even before the, the court case, or before he got indicted for the 21 counts of child pornography. Mm. 21 counts of child pornography. And he got acquitted for that. That was another thing that really blew my mind. 21 counts of child pornography. Did you say it was because the girl didn't want to come to court? Because uh, the parents and her said that, that, that like, they didn't happen. Yeah. And, uh, but you just said something before that, before I, uh, I was going on to something. Um, 
Oh, before the uh, before the trial, there were actual public records of him settling out of court because they were they were family saying like, "Yo, he's doing this to my daughter, or whatnot," making them sign NDAs. So how can y'all how can y'all say he didn't do these if there's actual public record of this of him settling out of court, like? I don't understand. The proof is right there. Yeah. Or even if you don't believe every single person, even if it's just one, even if it's just one, he's still guilty of the crime he committed. Period. And the only thing that I could think is, you know, for people that were like our age now, as if they were when in the late 90s and in the early 2000s or whatever, is and I'm not trying to make a trying to make a comparison at all because it's just not even close. Even even if any of this stuff is true, but I, something in our group message that that came up about Drake. If that if that came to fruition, say in ten fifteen years that came to fruition that he was messing with minors and stuff like that. Is it are the signs there for us? Like is it? The same situation is like in fifteen years, people look back like, "How could they not see?" Like that's what somebody you know, said. You know, like that's it, what it, I said when that that tweet I showed. <laughs> Wait, and I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say Drake is anything close to R. Kelly because there's no. Obviously, there's no trials for mm-hmm. Drake talking about. Child yeah, there's no actual evidence. There's none that's of that. Like that's, that yeah, so it's not even close. Now him kiss, kissing that seventeen year old girl. <laughs> 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 after you, bird box after you <laughs> and, and see it's just like we try to joke but it's like damn if you joke no, about yeah, it, it's honestly, the same no, really, shit about really, it's the same. Like, literally I this mean, is why he's done this and, and it's like is it well I was reading something and it, I think it was probably like in the comments so it probably didn't even mean nothing but it was like the age of consent in Colorado is 17 so like it was technically legal, but that's where it, it was in the state of Colorado. I I have no idea. Somebody just said that, and they said it was. But you know, I thought who knows? The, I thought who the knows? basement of his house was called the Colorado Room. Hmm. And you know what's crazy? That tape is still on the internet. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, everything is on the internet, and you can see. And it's definitely the picture they showed in the documentary is exactly the the background in in the video. And I was like, "Yo, I don't, I don't understand how are we got are we not seeing the same thing? Like, are we watching two different documentaries to the people who are trying to defend R. Kelly? Because I mean, (laughs) it's literally there. (laughs) Like, it's literally there." We'll see. I mean, I think like with the R. Kelly thing, hopefully everybody can see that he's clearly at the minimal, like at the at the, the at at the least, he is a manipulator to the same degree as Harvey Weinstein was when he was saying he could have women do things to get roles. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it was technically, thing. yeah, it was technically consensual sex, but it was using your power and using your money and power and, and significance and authority to pressure people into having sex. And honestly, throw away the key to everybody. 
including a good bit of those people on the documentary. Any former security or whatever, if you were a former anything on his team and you knew what was going on, bruh, throw them away. You were accessory, in my opinion. And that's where, well, and then part of this is where I think the more, it's the more refined and the debate. Do you say in the hoop? And the parents. Oh. Why are you guys... Yeah, if you're selling your daughter... Why are you all giving your kids to somebody that you can't actually see what what goes on? That's wild. You can't just go whenever. And to give guardianship to somebody you don't even know. What does that say about your parenting? To go back after something's already happened. Yeah, there's no amount of fame, no amount of money that can make me want to give basically sell my daughter and everybody kept saying well like oh well he was found not guilty so i guess by legal people walk away from crimes they committed all the time right they said oj ain't killed nicole come on dog come on dog (laughs) i mean i think we all know just because somebody was acquitted does not mean they didn't do it I just don't, I, cause I'm sorry. If if anything, if it, it's been too many times, I mean, just the the sex tape alone would have been enough for me. And that's where I say the more so, like that the debate of is he guilty or is he not, or is he wrong or is he not. I think that's a mute point. Like I think we generally majority, besides the five percent of people who just want to disagree with everybody, he's wrong. Like, he should go to prison. Like, he's wrong. And then, dog, the Aaliyah part is really what, was really what messed me up. That's what really threw me off like, the first the first night. Like, you got a 15-year-old girl pregnant. Yeah, like, that, that should be enough. Like, if anything is not enough, that should be enough. Between that, the tape, and that, it's like... I mean, what do we, what is it is? And you can't tell me they didn't have sex. They got married. They got married. She's pregnant. You gotta be pregnant. You gotta have sex to be pregnant. <laughs> and then, uh, um, so oh, 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 yeah, this is what I was saying. Um, the big the debate that I think is more that is more open for debate is some people say that they can separate the art from the artist or whatever. And I think I heard, I heard a pretty good point on this. It was the thing about R. Kelly, personally, I, I personally, I'm not like a huge, I mean, I like R. Kelly songs, but like, you know, it would not change my life to never listen to R. Kelly. Oh yeah, I would definitely that, be fine. That would never, I, I can't, you know, literally the last time I saw Trapped in the life. Closet was at the movie theater. Haven't seen it since. Haven't listened to an R. Kelly song since. Yeah. I'm totally okay. The only song that I've heard from him recently is Juicy Booty on Chris Brown's album, which obviously I won't be listening any anytime soon. And honestly, I, w- I used to skip his part because luckily it was the last part of the song, so I could just skip it. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm totally okay with not listening to him again. I'm completely... I can't tell you the last time I heard I Believe I Can Fly. Yeah, like I don't look for him for anything <laughs> for any type of mood. And I, yeah, and I think worded well was is if the separation of art and artist 
don't come into play when the artist's art facilitates the wrongdoings that they do. So, yeah, I mean, I know that's kind of worded weirdly, but like R. Kelly makes music and a lot of his music not only spearheaded and funded the things that he's done to the people, but also was, I mean, some of it was written about that stuff. Literally. So, literally, there is less, there's a lot less separation between literally. the art and the artist when it comes to that situation. Literally. Um, for all intents and purposes, if we're talking about Kanye West, Kanye West says is saying a lot of stupid things, but it's not. That's not to say it is more of an argument for somebody says, "Well, I can listen to old Kanye West because it's not like 808 to Heartbreaks is about him uh, respecting Donald Trump's and his his mm-hmm. racist thoughts or anything like that." Um, it's not like. You li- like listening to 808 to Heartbreaks is helping him destroy the li- destroy uh, destroy the lives of others in the same facet that R. Kelly has done. If you if you know if you don't want to listen to Kanye West or whatever, that's that's you have a point to not do so. But with R. Kelly, it's so it's so closely related and it's so combined mm-hmm. and it's so together. It's like. If you're li- literally, if you're listening to the art, mm-hmm. you are listening to the stories of the things that he's done mm-hmm. to various women. And know, to continue on girls. that, because we we brought up the topic or the question of, so where is the the cancel stop for an artist or a celebrity, and do we keep the same energy for every person? Do you? Hmm. Well, like if you cancel one person, but you don't cancel this person over here. If they're doing the same things, if it's the same situation, then yes. If it's not the same situation, then there's grounds for argument to be made to not do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like it, if there were the same allegations that Drake had, or I mean that R. Kelly had against Drake right now. As far as he had a hot, he had sixteen girls locked up in a room. Because Drake is of that level right stuff, now. Blah blah blah. What level? Up to where he has influenced a lot of stuff in the. Oh culture. yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah, yo, like yeah. if if Drake was more than R. Kelly. I if think. Drake was to ever get caught up, I'm done listening to music. <laughs> and you got because you can't turn up no more. You know, teenage fever. Okay, Jesus Christ. I'm just saying, I mean, like, you know, if, if, yeah, literally, if, if it came out in, in the art that he's making, some of the songs that he's making about women, for women, blah, 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 and we find out that it's about him and a 16 year old girl, that's, just so, I'm, I can't listen to that, dog. I Honestly, you know, I can't listen to that. On some real shit, one day we're gonna ask, why is Drake hanging out with that little girl from Stranger Things? I mean, he don't do interviews, so the only interviews he does is the ones that he. Because me as a father, me as a father, I don't care how famous my my daughter is. As you shouldn't. Like y'all not you not going on a, a lunch date with Drake? Mm-mm. What? 
Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, who do you think you are? Yeah, like, that, that other girl. I, I don't know the girl's name. Excuse me. The girl was Caucasian. She was on the red carpet or whatever. She's talking to some news people, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we." Te- that's the girl like, I'm talking Drake about. Text me. That's exactly what I'm talking. Oh, about. Oh, I thought you were about the other. No, no, no another that's exactly what I'm talking about. And she's like, Drake text me relationship advice or something like that. I'm like, what? Like, I, I don't know. Drake is what thirty. Thirty one. Thirty one. That's that's weird. Dog. And they were like, he that's was fanboying weird. me. I was fangirling him. I was just like, <laughs> <clears throat> and then, you know, like I said, it's not until something is said. Yeah, he is innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, it's definitely not the so, same. So you know, it's not even the same. It's not even close. To the like same I said, there's though. nothing that's really. Dr- I mean, except that video. Um, and I still don't know what to say of that. Uh, one person I don't understand the the Ajia Kelly. Okay, so I think she's crazy because I know exactly weird, what you're I've about to lead into. Very weird conversation with those two videos, videos that dropped. They're not new. I believe they're both old. I know the first one with her and the other dude are old. That in other the car. One, yeah, like, that's my baby daddy. Where sing it, baby daddy. I don't. I don't know why she posted that, and then continued to do the documentary. Yeah, knowing she she posted those videos and knowing the the power of social media because it's not going to help her case. Um, I'm not saying those things didn't happen to her, but it's going to make people it's going to make it harder for people to truly believe you when you're saying one thing and when you're seeing you say this. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, yes. She had a point. I didn't finish the second video all the way because it's like, girl, why did you even make this video in the first place? Yeah. Because you know people going to try you regardless. Because, I mean, you can't deny his musical talent. He's very gifted. He's very gifted. There's no denying that at all whatsoever. But, like other people have been saying, if R. Kelly was to do anything that you've said that he's done to you, I would not want to be associated with him at all. But at the same time, it's hard for me to say that because you literally have two children from him. So you literally see yeah. part of him yeah. every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can't forget about him. You yeah. can't. So in that in that sense, like it's just like you shouldn't have done it in the first place, in my opinion. Like I understand, but it's just like at this point, if you're really trying to get him out of here, everybody just got to be clean and on point with their shit and make sure they're on their, on their P's and Q's. You can't be saying one thing and then another time you're saying this because then it just creates confusion and people willing to question what to believe. So, Yeah, the only, the only purpose I can see her posting those two videos is to disc... It is to... Like, um, I can't think of the word right now, but basically to say that the, the information in the documentary um, is not valid. Like, why would you make a video saying the exact opposite of what you said in the documentary if all you, discredit, if all, you know, if all you, it was going to do is discredit everything that you said in the, in the videos that you posted? So... I don't, I don't know. I, I don't really care. I don't know the lady. 
she might be mentally ill, she might not. Whatever. I think she is, man. But even if even if her stories are not valid, there's still countless other people in the documentary. It's too many. Yeah. Everybody ain't lying, dog. It's too many. And he's su- he's suing. Right, he's suing everybody in the documentary. Right? Apparently, so he was also trying to make a website proving that everything's a lie. He made a Facebook page, or his somebody on his team made a Facebook page called uh, "Surviving Lies," posting text messages of conversations between girls in the cult. Um. Which got shut down by Facebook within like a couple minutes. Good job, Mark. Um, but some they did have the message. Somebody still managed to save them. Yeah, I'm sure because they were online, and you know, whoever the person was, I forgot who it was. They were calling him daddy, which is what he got every girl to basically call him. Yeah, everybody. That was the first rule. And that's another thing. Yeah, yeah, I saw a girl. That's another thing I wanted to bring up, because everybody was, you know, pretty much saying like they wanted it, in a sense, like, you know, R. Kelly was just strategic, strategic, in luring the women in, because if you come crazy at a woman off rip. Of course they're not gonna but oh yeah, let me just continue following him. Like he knew what to do. He knew how to coax him. Mm-hmm. I'm R. Kelly. Like I'm already winning by rip like that, making you feel good, treat you well, buy you this, take you all there. So now you already wrapped around his finger. So then that's when he starts alright, let me test you. Let me start off with this and then do this and do this mm-hmm. and keep going to see until he he can just do whatever he wants. Yeah. So I mean it's just it's crazy to me. Like so many people are really trying to I'm trying to think the right word. Downplay the victims. Even one of the girls are, are suing R. Kelly because he gave her herpes without telling her that he had that. Y'all are saying, why are they just bringing it up? This this just happened last year. Yeah. They broke up in April of 2018. This is still new. And that's why I go back to tell you, the people who were trying to be devil's advocate, they was dying by each day. Yeah, because yeah, the yeah. stuff y'all were saying, they were like, well, here's what happened. Yeah. Even... Even the other girls, some of them were already talking about this story before this documentary even happened. It's just the fact is you haven't taken the time to go listening. look. Yeah, you weren't, you weren't listening. listening and you didn't take the time to, to actually look that information up. Yeah. Like that whole Mute R. Kelly thing, that's been going on. I think it's probably been like eight oh, eight yeah. months to a year I mean, since they've been talking Spotify about that. When Spotify took down this Every, whole catalog, mm-hmm. I mean, that was people, people was talking about it then. Like, I, I feel like people talk about it. And then it just goes away because, you know, the, the media cycle is like 16 hours. So something will be popping one day and will stop being popping. And then y'all be like, why haven't we talked about it? We did. You just, there was a meme that came out in a couple hours, so you forgot about it. Like, that's all it is. And I I just want to know, I want to say one more thing. 
the people who were defending it, defending R. Kelly, there's not many reasons why you could be defended, but only a few. Either you've probably taken advantage of a woman, or you know somebody who's taken advantage of a woman. Or you understand the mindset of someone who does that. So it's just like, that's really the only way. Like, and the reason why all of this really has happened is even our own community doesn't value black women. Like, that's what it comes down to. Because if it was a, if it was even one white woman, Kells is out of here. Kells is out of here. That's why the white people really never cared. This black women get involved. Black women getting hurt. They don't care. People don't care. Yeah, I think it's definitely an instance of not necessarily a direct... I, I, I don't think people directly looked at it and was like, oh, these are white people, I don't care. But there was definitely a devaluation of the situation. The black women I think in the documentary too that was supporting R. Kelly really was mind blowing, man. Really just a black community period that's just been supporting him this whole time. It's crazy to me. But at the same time because um, some people feel like the music doesn't have anything to do even if they know they try to compare compartmentalize it but I also want to say too is a lot you have to also think back then too especially the older generation now meeting younger women was more normal to them than it is now yeah okay that's true so they've either seen it themselves or they've been that young girl that was married at 15 or 16 so it's just like, well, how is that an issue? Or just like, you know, how can I say anything on that when that was the norm for me at yeah. one point or the norm for society at one point? Because, I mean, you still see that the older crowd is still going to these concerts, or at least they were before these shows started getting canceled. So that's where I, I think it's, it's coming from. And the reason why... Especially, and I hate to say this, like, when it comes to, like, southern churches, like, these churches be just as grimy <laughs> as these, these celebrities. What? Especially yeah. these mega churches. Heck yeah. So when he's coming in and doing these Whitney Houston funerals or celebrity type of things, you know, he's forgiven off rip <laughs> just because that shit's going on in the church the whole time. And um, it's just crazy. And, you know, I really feel like looking at the, especially with the trial, it makes sense why, like, it was forgotten so easy because the team kept delaying the trial. Because he got indicted 2001, 2002. He didn't go on to trial until 2008. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not as fresh on people's mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which helped him a lot. For real. And some of it, I mean, if you draw it out long enough, the people involved with it 
don't necessarily keep the same. Not some of them don't keep the same feelings towards it, and you you can only financially strain somebody so much to the point where one they may feel like if they're paying for a lawyer and they got to pay for a lawyer every, for years like that's partially impossible for them and and you need the best of the best of the best oh yeah lawyers. and just the stress of it all like who wants to deal with the stress and like, you have to find a lawyer that's willing to represent you through all that craziness because if I <laughs> it's crazy I wonder how long it actually took him to find a lawyer for his trial or if RCA already provided their lawyers for him like hey if you got a bag you can get the lawyer you get in the stupid bag if you got the bag you can get a lawyer you get in the stupid bag cause I mean, I'm charging you the max at that point oh yeah you get 400 an hour I mean like nigga per minute <laughs> fuck that Jesus insane man R. Kelly man that, that was something else but yeah, I think we, I think we can all, we can definitely all understand that uh, R. Kelly is a rapist and he is a manipulator, pedophile. pedophile, you know, whatever you want to call him, he probably is. He's and probably, like, he's probably in jail, prison. You know, it's crazy because R. Kelly is probably the craziest out of all his brothers, but Bruce is the one in jail. Yeah, yeah. I was. I said you I got a Kelly, but y'all got the wrong one. <laughs> How is he documenting live from the, the the damn prison cell? And even then, he was out here admitting to the world that R. Kelly likes younger girls. He like you he should, literally said it. R. Kelly has a preference. What's the issue? I like older girls. He likes younger girls. It's a preference. It's a preference. No. I said, okay. They said he used to hang out in I the, see, I at see the high school. Kenwood High School. A 20-plus-year-old. You 20-something and, and still hanging out Pulling with high up school. to the high school. That's crazy. Oh. It's crazy, man. It's wild. It's literally wild. R. Kelly's going to be in jail in the next year and a half. The good news is... The good news yeah. is um, he might be facing some charges in Georgia um, because of the documentary. So all those people saying, oh, why are they saying something now? Because stuff is getting done now. That's exactly why. This is finally the space to where somebody can say something and not worry about people aren't going to believe me because this is one of the arguably one of the best R&B acts ever to grace this, this earth. King Barbie. Literally. I mean, I mean. Literally. Yeah. King R&B, I think. So, I just, I don't get it, man. And the only way <laughs> I feel like R. Kelly can clear his name up, quote unquote, is take a lie detector test. But, I mean, use the majority of the time is going to tell the truth. And all he got to do is just turn himself in, go to jail, go to prison or whatever. And then probably do, maybe do interviews every once every five years and tell us how he's be, becoming a better person in prison or whatever. But he's never going to get out, but at least he'll, people will be like, hey, he's serving his time. I mean, like it's I the said, best he, could do. he might be facing some charges soon. It looks like he's going to face some charges because of this cult thing and all these parents trying to find their kids, man. I really hope they find their kids because this is crazy. And mm. you know the girl Ezra? 
Ezra. One of the girls. Oh, I think you didn't. Oh, yeah, I didn't watch all of them. I, I think it was Ezra Azrael. This is why I was really disturbed last night. Because me, I'm I'm low key a conspiracy theorist. So like, anytime I see some stuff, once I see one video, one article, like I keep digging, and I just <laughs> I don't stop. Um, but somebody posted somewhere about her. Oh, I looked her up. I looked her up on YouTube to learn some more information about it, and. Oh, no, 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 no. I think I went to look up her YouTube name. Long story short, somebody posted a video of her singing. And then I went to the actual video because it said it was posted on her YouTube. It was posted yesterday. I don't know if it's an old video or uh, a new video. But the way they were talking, they were talking in past tense. Like as if something happened to her. Somebody said terrible voice destroyed in the in the caption that's what it said in the caption it was posted on her youtube page and it just that that just it it was too ear for me it was too ear for me at that point bro yeah because this was like at 2 a.m in the morning that i finished watching this basically that's weird you know i'm, I'm up all night <laughs> um no but it's weird that it was it was posted yesterday and they're saying that her voice is going to be destroyed. No, her bro. I can literally, destroyed? I can literally pull it up for you right now, bro. Yeah, R. Kelly probably got people, you know, out there. No, he has a team that to the point to where he he even has influence on police officers, bro. That's how deep it goes. This was posted on January 6th. Ezra Clary. Sing Ave Maria. And in the caption it says... Ezra Clary was a great singer, classically trained. This is her practicing some opera vocals. Such a beautiful voice for a beautiful young lady. A talented female destroyed. Please subscribe and support. Do you think somebody just made that? Like, somebody random made that? This is on her her YouTube. From her. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not even going to speculate. And they have videos from six years ago, seven years ago on here. This account has been active. And maybe it's like a family member? No, bro. These are all of her videos. The first one is her Ezreal eleven year old sings the national anthem for Obama nine years ago. Ezreal Nantel anthem. Like it's her, all of her just singing videos as she's growing up. Literally. All of these videos. So it's her account. You know, this is her dad that was in the documentary. This is her dad, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a little weird. This is when shit gets creepy to me, bro. 
You said was a great singer. You think they killed her? Bro, I don't know, man. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm not gonna lie to you. R. Kelly from Chicago. My boy's crazy. But you guys gonna sit here and tell me you don't believe this? Just throw him in, throw away the key. That's all you gotta do. Make it easy on ourselves. It's crazy, man. Right now. It's crazy, man. That's all I'm gonna say to y'all. And I'm looking at y'all funny, man. I'm looking at y'all funny. As a nigga who has a daughter, as a man who has a daughter, that's I just it's just crazy to me. That's ridiculous. It's crazy to me, man. Huh. R. Kelly. You know, people were like, why are people so shocked? This is not new news. Yeah, it's not new news, but look at the generation. Nobody, to go back to what we said earlier, like, none of us were even alive or barely living when he started his first act with Aaliyah. Yeah, like, come on, sure. y'all. Stop. Stop that, man. Stop that. Crazy, man. Mm. That's all I got to say. It's crazy. <laughs> We started this about like 25 minutes and it's an hour and 13 minutes. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just shows you, man. This was a lot. That documentary was a lot. If y'all haven't seen it already, y'all have to check it out. It's a six-part series. It's on Lifetime. Um, I'm sure they're still airing it there. How I, I think something's going to get done. I think this is a year. I think so. And if not, I mean, if not this year, I think at least like early 2020, like, uh, excuse me, 2020, early 2020. Oh, it is 2020. The fact that it's on ABC News. Yeah. There's going to be a trial in some odd months, and then there's going to be that trial is going to go on for some odd months, and then eventually he will be convicted. But I am a little conflicted. The only reason I'm conflicted is because I saw an article that uh, said that they asked certain celebrities to speak on on this. They asked Jay-Z, they asked Mary J. Blige, they asked Lil' Kim, they asked Erica Badu, they asked Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. and they just didn't want to do it. And it's just like... Why Why would you not speak about it? Yeah. That could um, be a bunch of... I mean... I know Questlove said that when he was asked, he was asked to come in to talk about his, I guess, the positive R. Kelly, like the, the musical genius of R. Kelly. And he was just like, you know, I've never supported R. Kelly from the, from the jump. Yeah. So, but then the producer of it, I believe... The lady, I can't remember her name. She said that that he wasn't asked for that. Like she just wanted you to come and tell the story, and um, especially the reason why I'm conflicted with Jay Z, just because you know finding out you know he did an album with R. Kelly, like went on yeah, tour with um, him. Not best of both worlds. 
Yeah, it was the best of both best worlds. worlds. Best, best of both worlds. I can't what it's called. And then Unfinished Business, I believe, was the second album they had together, and that's when they went on tour. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't go on tour the first time because, and you know, I like I said, I would go into my conspiracy theory. So I, you know, I'm trying to figure out what's up with that. You know, they didn't go on tour because uh, they were actually supposed to go to a meeting. Actually. What I heard was they were supposed to actually work in the studio for the album, but R. Kelly's side already pretty much put in his part, and Jay-Z was just kind of filling the pockets of where he just needed to fit into there. With the one that should have been a red flag right there. They were supposed to meet in Chicago, I believe, or New York for a meeting uh, for the tour, but that's when they found out on news that he was getting indicted. So they just kind of walked away from that because that wasn't a good yeah. scene to be associated with. And, um, you know, later on they met up again uh, to do the second album and go on tour. But R. Kelly, uh, long story short, was not getting the same reaction that Jay-Z was and he would be blaming on everything but himself, uh, which was pushing back Jay-Z sets. And long story short, that's why he ended up getting pepper sprayed by Ty Ty. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And whatnot. So, mm. ever since then, they just haven't been cool with each other. Uh, that's a whole, like, bunch of stuff about the beef. Even to the point to where, at the New York show, that's when it hit the point. That's where he got pepper sprayed. Because Cassidy was supposed to give... Cassidy was supposed to go on stage with them, but... Because Cassidy got songs with both of them. Mm-hmm. He got, um... I'm a hustler... Jay Z, that was a sample from Jay Z, and then he had Hotel with R. Kelly, mm-hmm. so that was probably why he should have. Yeah. So long story short, Jay Z's people and R. Kelly's people beef him because you know he got pepper sprayed or whatever, but Cassidy didn't know that, so Cassidy ended up giving R. Kelly like some guns to hold. Since, you know, they was outnumbered, but he didn't realize that he was giving guns against Jay-Z's people, whatever, because he ended up telling that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Who, Cassidy was telling that story? Yeah, Cassidy was telling that story. But it just bothers me because... What happened to Cassidy, man? Jay-Z, you knew Aaliyah, and I know you had to heard that he got married to her at one point. Like, it's just... Come on, bruh. You was in the game at that time. It's just hard for me to win. But, I mean, maybe Jay-Z has grown from that situation. He's Maybe he's changed. I don't know because oh, he's I'm never sure. spoke about it. I'm sure. And yeah, Jay, he probably it. won't. Yeah. Jay-Z is a man. Because he's a smart man. A man of he's few a businessman. He's a man of few words. For, for good reason. <laughs> for good reason. And that's the same, same idea when I think about, like, a lot of the people, when they say they ask people to speak, and it's like, the people can say no for various. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a bunch of reasons people can say no. Like Questlove said, it could be a miscommunication. Like, mm-hmm. if somebody comes to you and say, "Hey, we're doing a documentary on on R. Kelly," and like, I'm not speaking on R. Kelly, mm-hmm. and even if you're thinking like, just I don't have to do want to do anything that has to do with R. Kelly. Period. Mm-hmm. Some people may have their own demons that they feel like will be come to light if they do the documentary. Some people feel like they don't have the the pros and cons of them. Like they don't have enough to input into this type of documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that will 
that will make up for the stuff that'll come out about them. Mm. Maybe R. Kelly has something on them. Yeah, you never know. Um, but yeah, I doubt any of those people. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, I doubt any of those people have serious inf- background information. Like, I don't think Dave Chappelle knows. It, I like, mean, Dave did a whole skit about it, so it's just like. <coughs> but like, what did they? What did they want him to? Did they want him to come on and talk about the skit? Bro, I don't know. Like, I I don't know. I don't know that Dave Chappelle's had in depth conversations with with R. Kelly about his sex ring. I don't know what Dave Chappelle would add to the conversation. I don't know what Charlemagne would add, but he was on there. So. That, that's true. I think I think Charlemagne is probably just a fame whore too. So he'll go and if you try to put a camera on him, he'll go. Oh God! He was getting some backlash too. He was. I mean. I mean, I know people haven't taken the time to research his stuff because, you know, he got hit with that stuff. Um, I heard that was... Well, I, I, never mind. I don't know. I'm not going to speak on it. He spoke know. about it multiple times already. Yeah, but I, I don't know the facts. Though. Like, I, I know that... I think it was it was, it was supposed to be at the party and he took the rap for the mm-hmm. girl, his homeboy, blah, blah, blah. Because he was stuff. a football player. Yeah. So um, he was about to go... Um, Go to uh, I think a D one high or uh, college, college, whatever. Um, I just don't know that. I don't know what's true and what's false in that situation. I know there are things that we think is true and false, but I heard people say otherwise on Twitter. Just keep it at that. I also think two people hate Charlemagne. Oh yeah, he's an asshole, for sure. So they're just finding shit. <laughs> people want to cancel Charlemagne early. Like people want him canceled, canceled. Oh yeah, because he was an asshole. I, I will admit that. He's always, I didn't like Charlemagne at one point. Always been. I was. I was. I found the humor when he got the drop on him <laughs> back yeah. in the day. Part part of understand like for me, I think some people take it like everything he's saying is fact. Like to, for me, I listen to him and I'm like. I can clearly pick out what I agree with and what I don't mm-hmm. agree with. And some stuff he... Most stuff he sounds stupid about talking about. And I think people take it to where is he's talking about something and he's wrong about it. They're like, oh, no, he's wrong. We got to yeah. cancel that. I'm like, bro. And he even said... We know he's wrong. Bro. He, he literally says he's, he's wrong. Like, this <laughs> show is... His podcast is called Brewing Idiots. Like, literally. It's just like they... People just don't look... People don't know how to take things with a grain of salt. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Like, I feel like everybody takes everything literal or they just see it for what it is and don't take the time themselves to go look it up. They just, oh, well, this is the truth and it is what it is. Yeah. I, yeah. For sure. That's definitely um, something that our generation has to work on. Yeah. But who knows? Because technology takes over our life more and more. So, shout out to Black. Next man. thing you know, we won't have human emotions and everybody just. <laughs> It's emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I went deep. Either way, I think that is everything we need to talk about for R. Kelly. Bob Kelly. It is an hour and 23 minutes. Um, I don't know what else we can say at this point. If you still support him, yo, teach his own. Live your own life. I don't really know if I can rock with you like that. Because, you know, child molestation, that's that's kind of the cutoff for that's me. That's top tier, like, um, wrong. <laughs> yeah, so if that's, not what's, if that's not wrong enough for you in society, I don't really know what else is at this point. So 
Um, for those who want justice, thank you. I think something will get done. This is crazy. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it, man. Oh, God bless to all the survivors of R. Kelly. For real. Anyways, on some good news, we're going to switch over to our last segment of the day, All Things Considered, where we find something really great, really dope, really positive that we want to share In the midst to of all this negativity in the beginning um, of this year. So, Governor Haslam grants executive clemency to inmate Centoya Brown. Mm-hmm. This was a, a individual brought up recently in the past couple months from Kim Kardashian. I know when she was trying to do a prison reform. Yeah. But the governor finally granted her, granted her clemency, which is very big because she was serving, I believe, a 30-year term at 15 16. She already served yeah, half of it, uh, so she should 16. be like... 16. She was 16. Yeah, she was 16. Uh, she was serving a life sentence for killing a man um, in May... Oh, no, her hearing was May 23rd of 2018. But, um... But this man was an abuser. Like, you know... I don't, I don't know if it was a boyfriend... Of that nature, but I do know that yeah, know he was abusing her, and that's why she ultimately killed him for self-defense right. to get out of that hellhole. Um, but you see that the system doesn't. Everybody knows the system wasn't built for brown people, not even flawed. just for black people, for system. brown people. It's a very flawed it's created, system. It was created in a. It was created for in the context of the white man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, this is big. That's very big. Um, I'm glad this happened. I hope we can see more of this. I think we're starting to see more and more people starting to get freed, and hopefully we can start to see more people freed on drug charges, especially when it comes to marijuana. Um, I this is I like this. I like this. This is good. Yeah, this is very good. It says it. It puts a statement out there that women can actually face their abusers because I feel like the initial sentiment was... It's giving victims a voice. Yeah, yeah. The initial sentiment is if you do anything, you're going to be one that goes to jail, mm-hmm. which is a negative... Uh, that's a negative statement to have out there for people who are getting abused and people who are... who are... dealing with these hardships and stuff like that. So it kind of lets them know that they can do something about it. They can... Um, take the initiative to do act out against their abusers, and they won't be reprimanded for it. Which is, yeah, is something we need. Yeah, I empowering agree. our women. I agree. But everybody, that is everything. Woo! That was a good episode to start twenty nineteen. <laughs> that was a round of applause a, for us. I'm really, that was I'm lot. really impressed with us. That was a lot, but, but that I was really it. good. Um, we, we put a lot out there. So, um, I really hope y'all enjoyed this episode as much as we did. But if you haven't already, please follow us on social media, on Twitter and IG, at In General Show. Yes, sir. That is at In General Show. Mm-hmm. Please check us out. Um, personal account, Twitter, IG. Twitter is D underscore Bassy. And then Instagram is D Bassy. Um, Ty is black something. B L B C K T Y underscore on Twitter. 
black tie um yeah once again thank you all for tuning in yes sir um hopefully we'll be dropping back on schedule again um mm-hmm. it was just a busy week like we said yeah. Um, we're trying to get back on the every Sunday, it's a but new year. It's a new you know year. we let y'all know when things are changing. So just make sure yeah, y'all check Twitter at least because <laughs> I'm supposed to be updated Instagram. It's but it's also me one. too because I need to be what, uh, sharing clips and whatnot. Yeah, so we can put yeah, that on Instagram. Week, it's weak as hell. Yeah, I'm not even gonna no, lie to you. Ain't even gonna cap. We'll fix that. We'll fix that. Um, but uh, oh yeah, hanging in transitional period. It's beginning of the year. People going back to work. People going back to school. Everybody still getting situated. So um, yeah, it's life, man. Yeah. Once again, thank y'all, and we will see y'all in the next episode. Peace. Stay black. Adios. Yes, sir.